Hello, 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 hello to another Bible study episode. This Bible study will be focused on the story of Jonah. So I'm going to do a quick recap of the book of Jonah. Jonah has four chapters. And in chapter one, we're introduced to how the Lord, which is God, came to Jonah to, and sent him on an assignment to go to the great city of Nineveh and to preach against it because the city was wicked. The people were wicked, you know, and their wickedness had come before God. But because Jonah was um, afraid of the city, I would say, he ran away from God and ran the opposite direction to Tarshish. Um, and when the <laughs> the ship was on the sea, there was a great, the, the Bible says, a violent storm. And when the storm broke out, everybody on board was praying to their gods to come and save them. But, you know, those gods are not real, so <laughs> they didn't save them. So, but guess what Jonah was doing? My boy was sleeping in the lower deck and he was in a deep sleep. That's what the Bible says. And this just reminds me of Jesus when they were crossing the lake and he was in a deep sleep and there was a storm. But yeah, Jonah was in a deep sleep and the captain's like, what? How, how are you sleeping when, we, you know, this kind of thing is happening? And um, Jonah, <laughs> Jonah was just like, you know. And so they cast us to find out the reason or who was responsible for the storm. And it fell on Jonah at the end of the day. So they asked him who he was, where he was coming from, who his God was, you know, and all that. And Jonah, you know, confessed, said, I'm a Hebrew. He worships worships God, the God of heaven. And they were terrified because he also told them that he was running away from God because God sent him on an assignment. So, um... Instead of the you know the storm to you know calm down, it got even worse. So they're like, so what do we do now? Like now that we we now know who is responsible for this thing, what do we do? And Jonah's response was, you know what? I'm ready to even die. Just throw me in the ocean, and maybe you know God will leave you guys alone. So they threw Jonah in the ocean, <laughs> but they prayed to God that God should not hold them accountable for killing Jonah. So they threw him, threw him in the ocean. So Jonah was ready. He was prepared to like drown. That was how bad he didn't want to go to Nineveh. And what God did was he God provided a great fish to swallow Jonah. So Jonah was in that fish for three days and three nights. I know children always say, oh, the whale, 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 because that's the greatest fish. But the Bible just says it was a great fish. So the great fish swallowed no one who was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. Then chapter two, you know, Jonah realized, you know, his shortcomings and he prayed to God um, and he acknowledged that truly salvation comes only from God. So once he was done praying, God commanded that the fish vomit him onto dry land. So that's chapter two. Now, chapter three, um, Jonah finally went to Nineveh to deliver the words to the people um so god told so god instructed him the second time i said you know what go to nineveh so he obeyed this time and he went to nineveh and when he got there the first day he went around the city telling them that 40 days will come and all of nineveh will be destroyed and immediately the people of nineveh believed him so badly that the bible says from the greatest to the least they put on sackcloth they had to you know demonstrates their mourning their repentance their 
their the the so the how sorry they were for the sins they had been committing and to the extent that the king's heart was touched that he decreed that everything every creature fast and put on sackcloth like every man every woman a baby <laughs> animals sheep everyone put on sackcloth and call on god to save us you know and it moved god's heart when god saw that you know they turned away from their evil ways they repented you know he did not bring the destruction upon them now chapter four this is the this is the funniest chapter i've ever read in the bible i would try and explain it in detail so chapter four um Jonah was angry. He was pissed. He's like, what do you mean, God? This is just the first day. I've come. I've told these people that if I see this, they're going to die. How can you just, you know, just have mercy on them? That this is why I didn't even want to come. You know, <laughs> Jonah was ranting to God. That, that I know that you are a gracious and compassionate God. You're so to anger. You're abounding in love. You're a God who relents from sending calamities. Jonah was so angry that he even told God that, you know what? It's better for me to die than to live. You know, that kind of situation where God has told you something and then you tell people, maybe people now have a change of heart and they repent and the thing doesn't happen. You just be feeling disgraced and embarrassed. I'm guessing that's what happened to Jonah here. Like, he was like god i'm tired of it <laughs> but god told asked him a question said have you any right to be angry that is like god that question eh, is very deep like have you any right to be angry and Jonah didn't reply instead he went to sit down somewhere in the city and made a shelter, a shelter for himself and he was waiting to see that god would still destroy these people like he was still like i know that god has had mercy on these people but i want to still watch and see if you know if god will still destroy them then what god did was so funny oh my god <laughs> god provided a vine that gave jonah some shade to ease him from the discomfort of the sun and jonah was so happy you know that god was taking care of him but the next morning <laughs> god sent a worm to chew up that vine so that the sun scorched jonah and um you know Jonah was not like, oh God, it would have been better for me to die than to live, you know, through this. But God said to Jonah again, do you really have any right to be angry about the vine? And Jonah replied, I said, I do. He said, I am angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, you have been concerned about this vine, though you did not tend to it or make it grow. It sprang up overnight and died overnight. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left and many cattle as well. Should I not be concerned about that great city? Like, wow. The first time I read the story of Jonah, I was moved, like I was deeply moved to see how affectionate God was. Okay, so we'll go, you know, how our Bible study usually proceeds. What are the lessons for us here? And who is God through this text that we just read? So lessons for us, I think they're pretty obvious. One, (laughs) obey when God sends you on an errand. Like, just obey, you know, even if it's a stupid thing, even if it seems like nothing God sends you is stupid. Let's just put that out there. But even though it seems like you don't understand it or you don't like the, you know, the instruction, as long as it's coming from God, my advice is obey at the end of the day. That's the first one. Two, the story of Jonah lets us know as believers that God's will is for all men to be saved. Like, 
God does not want any man not to come back unto him. He will do all he can to ensure that all men come to the knowledge of salvation or come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And with that, I'll proceed to the next point is that when we go out to evangelize or talk about Jesus Christ at any opportunity we have, we should not let people's sinful nature or outward appearance prevent us from obeying the mandate and letting know letting them know that jesus loves them like the other day my church and i we went to evangelize and there is um alphabet community people there doing their thing and it didn't discourage me i went up to them like you know jesus loves you yeah a lot of them resisted but you know they still heard those words and that is one way you can still you know obey your mandate as a christian because the greatest commission is what is our mission here on earth for every believer to go out and tell all people all nations about jesus christ and to you know transfer them from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of god's grace but you know just obey at the end of the day because you don't know what the holy spirit can do through your obedience we see that at the end of the day when jonah obeyed a hundred and twenty thousand people came to salvation so obey even if like the people are so sinful and you you know don't forget that all sin is equal the sin you committed is that is equal to the sin they committed and also jesus has died for everyone they are part of the everyone so you too were once a sinner they're in that situation right now your heart's posture should be to bring them out of it to bring them to christ that's um um, a lesson there that we can learn third one very crucial do not get angry when god chooses to show mercy to others he is god he chooses who he will show mercy to and that's on period there's nothing you can do about it but to accept it and to praise him for him showing his mercy to people um then another thing this one hit me real last minute right now is that as believers do not feel so entitled that pride overtakes you because of the privileges you enjoy from the grace of god jonah felt entitled (laughs) to god's mercy and god's grace so much that he didn't see how he has no role significantly to play in, in what god chooses to do I don't know if you understand that point, but the fact that God provided coverage for him, you know, he enjoyed it, he loved it, but he was still angry. You know, anger shows, you know, that emotion shows entitlement or an expectation. He had expectations of how he wants God to behave. And you can't put God in a box. He is God, he's supreme, and he has the final say in everything. Now, what can we learn about God? I'll start with the first one i think i already said god wants all men to be saved so do your role to ensure that you know your neighbor people around you your co-workers everyone that you have an opportunity to talk to let them know that jesus loves them you know make every effort to reveal the love of christ to them and bring them to the knowledge of christ second thing um god will ensure that you complete your assignments when he gives you one he will provide every resource that you need you know jonah was like running away and it was like i'm ready to drown and die in the sea and god is like uh-uh no way <laughs> he sent a great fish <laughs> to you know preserve him and get him back to dry land that was a resource in my eyes you know so 
God will provide everything you need to complete your assignments. As long as you need it to complete that assignment, ask him and he'll provide. See, Jonah didn't even ask for the fish and God provided because God wanted to preserve Jonah's life. So, same for, uh, this is another thing to know about God. He will ensure that you complete your assignments. He will provide what he needs to provide. You know, there's a part in the New Testament that says we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places that we have everything we need for godly living and that is the truth you know everything that you need to execute the task is there like the testimony of this podcast is that you know when i when god put it in my heart to start this podcast I'm like what how will i do it i don't even know what anything about this seems so technical god provided people <laughs> like people god provided people to help me god provided god led me to see and come across some software to help me there's there was free software <laughs> to edit things and i'm like wow god thank you <laughs> and so yeah god will provide everything you need second thing god has authority over everything he has authority over nature and that was demonstrated in how he brought about the fish to swallow um, jonah and how he you know um, created the vine to cover Jonah and also brought it warm to, you know, to destroy Jonah. So this, this for me, you know, when the Bible says that you, you drink poison, but you won't die. This is it. Like the other day, I think I was walking out, it's summer, it's lovely. And there was a bee and I'm like, well, you know what? This bee can be here, but I know that I have God in me. So even if it stings me, I'm not going to have a reaction. I'm just going to be calm and walk. And me, I don't like bugs. I don't like insects. I don't, and I can't kill them. So I just want to like, don't even see me, don't notice me. But that day I just like oh, try to walk boldly through it. So yeah, this just reassures me that God is in control of nature. And that even means your own physical body. So if you're dealing with anything in your physical body, submit it to God. He has control over it. He can take care of it for you. And God intends and wishes for all people to be, you know, healthy in their bodies. So I'm just bringing that out. I don't know why the Holy Spirit is making me say that. But if there's anything you're dealing with in your body, submit it to God. He will take care of it. And then another thing that I learned about God is he is funny. God has a sense of humor. You know, people try to make God seem all authoritative. Oh, I'm God. I'm the supreme one. Yes, he is all that, but he also has a sense of humor. And the Jonah chapter 4 really (laughs) elaborated God's sense of humor. It's like, God is funny. Like, so it showed me that God has a sense of humor. And then the last thing, God cares about the tiniest of details in your life. When he sends you out, he cares about the tiniest details up to everything that you need. So when you have God, honestly, you have the greatest resource of life. I hope this episode really and truly blessed you. And today I challenge you one way or another, every opportunity that you see to share the gospel of Christ, to share that, you know, Jesus loves you to someone. Take hold of that opportunity. Don't miss it. And, you know, do it as much as you can. And just watch how God works through you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening and watch out for the next episode, which will most likely be on Jehu or Elijah. See ya.